Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hi, everybody. This is Q. Hi. And I'm M. Are you? <laughs> yes. Are you not Freya? I'm channeling Freya from this week's episode. I think Freya, not to be spoiler or anything, she had some of the funniest moments this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that very extended hello. Yeah. And then I think everybody is a, is a sensation already. The way she says cappuccino, which is cappuccina. Yes. Yeah. Is that is that is that how it sounds? It's probably not. Spot off. <laughs> well, we got quite an episode for you, so go grab a nice cappuccino. Spot on. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you have Harry Potter playing on in the background, you've just been watching like all eight Harry Potter movies, make sure to turn that off <laughs> because we're about to talk about uh, the Great British Baking Show this week. Biscuits week. Week two. Uh, biscuits, even though I've watched Baking Show for like over nine seasons. I still think of biscuits as like not what they're making because you know I'm from the U.S. I always think cookies, and whenever they say biscuits, I'm like, are they gonna make that with gravy and put like a breakfast sandwich in it? Which is not what we're talking about. <laughs> biscuits are cookies, correct? Correct. Right. You think in, over there they have like a a biscuits monster that's just like nom 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 biscuits? They probably do. Like Sesame Street or something? Yeah, I don't know if it's called that. Oh, it's like Bristol Street or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Street. Yeah. Yeah. Geography 101. Yeah. Ge- <laughs> anyway, we got quite an episode for you. What did you think of it overall? I liked it. I thought we got to know the bakers a little bit better. Uh-huh. And I think I'm starting to see the storylines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you use those storylines to help you make your projections i do because i know that the producers and the editors they're like they're building up to something right right so i'm like "Mm -hmm." these are clues okay all right let's get into let's get into the episode so in the intro (laughs) noel and matt are biscuits and they are excited and over the moon to be biscuits then comes paul with his lovely blue eyes he salivates then eats Matt. Then Noah announces the show. Then he eats Noah. Let me ask you, did you prefer this intro more than last week's intro? My flaky pastry tart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. No way. Because it's shorter. Oh my gosh. Okay. Also, it was funny. What? I we, mean, flaky pastry tart was funny. We've seen this funny type of like intro a different, before, though. It was like a different type of funny. Because this one is very, like, very quick. Very yeah. witty. And that one was like... Was it witty, though? It was witty. Well... They I just mean, got eaten. We've seen that before. Uh, yeah, I think, we, I think they've been like some kind of food item and Paul's combined eating them before. Yeah. But the reason why they're doing it again, because I enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just for you. Maybe like, we represent the two different audiences. You, who like <laughs> prefers my flaky pastry tart five-minute opening. <laughs> and I like the like 30 seconds of, you know, just a quick joke. Paul eats some host, and then we get on with the show. Okay. All right. So, in the intro, 
we hear from a couple of people. We hear from Jerzino, and he says he was not pleased with the first week. He had bad time management, and he's hoping to be more smooth this week. So right from the bat, <laughs> they are setting up the storyline here. Can Jerzino overcome his time management? We hear from Lizzie. Lizzie says, biscuits are hard. Do you know what she said after that? No. She said, they're sneaky little blinkers. No. I looked <laughs> up quite a few things, yeah. but not that particular phrase. A uh, blanker? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we also hear from Maggie. Maggie says that uh, she... Oh, no, no. Amanda. Amanda says she normally bakes biscuits at home, and it normally takes her three days, but she's not going to get three days. Right. <laughs> that seems a little long. Two big biscuits? Yes. How long does it take you? Not three days. That's true. It usually takes less than a day, right? Yeah. Maybe she's like making a lot of them. True. Yeah. I can do it about an hour. An hour? Yeah. They were struggling with two hours. Well, they're making fancy biscuits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we're making like... Your basic, Nestle, your basic <laughs> biscuit. You unroll the Nestle, uh, what was it, little the tube? tube <laughs> you put it on the tray. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, shall we get on with the signature bake? Let's. All right. So in the signature bake, the bakers are tasked with making 24 brandy snaps. Um, they must have a good snapped, be coated, dipped, or filled. The bakers get two hours. Noel tells us that he once ate 119 biscuits. And then the joke is that he ate them sporadically over 14 years. <laughs> I don't think this is that funny. Did you? Not really. It was just like a, like a statement and then like a more... Another side of that, I guess. How many like biscuits per year is that? Do the math. Math whiz, go. 14 years, 119 biscuits? Yeah. 12.5? 8.5? 12.5. Because I'm thinking like 12 times 12 is 144. And 12 times 10 is 120. That has to be somewhere between 10 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Okay, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Not good at math. Nope. I should be. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, signature bake. Paul says that this is all about batch baking. The key thing is to get them lacy, make holes that create the look of a brandy snap. Prue says they must be identical and they must have perfect snaps. Um, and they must have like a, like a beautifully soft interior. That sounds so, good. Yeah. It looked not like when they described it, and then when I actually saw it, I was like, <laughs> it looks like an ice cream waffle cone thing with like a bunch of filling inside. Yeah, everybody's looked a little bit different. Yeah, and it actually, it actually looked better than what I thought when I think of like a brandy snap. Because I only had like brandy snaps that didn't have like that kind of filling in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, these are very much 3D brandy snaps, I must say. <laughs> Three dimensional. So, what is batch baking? You know a lot about batches. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So batch baking is where you make a lot of something. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you try not to make any errors. Oh, okay. Because someone else will catch you, right? Okay. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Right, right, right. That's what batch baking is? Got it. Right. So let's get into our first baker, who is Amanda, our police detective. Amanda is making open sesame brandy snaps. Funny name. I like the name. Open That's a sesame. Good name. Yeah. 
I'm surprised it hasn't been used before. Uh, Amanda is hoping for second beginner's luck because she made them previously and she said that they were good. Uh, Amanda has been baking since nine, if you can believe it. And she's trying to teach her daughter baking and her daughter can't read her recipe writing. So it must be messy, I guess. <laughs> uh, sesame seeds are added to orange curd and ginger cream inside of her brandy snaps. Matt says Paul loves ginger, and he's ginger nuts. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Yeah, ginger nuts, guys. Good. We gotta give props to Matt. That was a good one, Matt. All right. Yeah, we we were hard on you last season, but this season you're a lot better. I must say. There was nothing on his head this episode, and that's usually his sweet spot, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, Amanda has some kind of trouble. She's running late. She overwhips her cream at one point, has to redo it. Eventually, she makes it in. During judging, the judge says the snaps are too thin. When they try to pick it up, it kind of falls apart, and uh, so that's not good structure or texture. However, the flavor is great. Surprise, surprise! Paul loves the stem ginger with the sesame. And the Matt's like, "I told you he likes sesame." <laughs> so. I guess Amanda's gonna bake more sesame stuff for Paul. You think so? Do you think they take notes like that? They should, right? Sometimes I think they don't. Mm. <laughs> I think they just eat whatever. <laughs> All right, let's take note and see if that happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll take note of it. Okay. So up next, we have Chiggs, our sales manager. And when Chiggs is not hitting the local cocktail bar, <laughs> party, he, party. He loves, <laughs> he enjoys a kickabout. Apparently, that's what they call it. A kickabout. A kickabout. What is that? It's like you're kicking it? We would call it like soccer. But oh. they would probably call it football, right? I, I've been watching Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Football. With his nephews, Mylon and Lucan. Good names. Did I get that right? 50% accurate. All right. <laughs> Chiggs is making an espresso martini. There's a lot of coffee going around this round. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to say so, and I love the coffee. Yum, yum, yum. Give me All that right. coffee. Yes, you are an aficionado. Yes, I love You'll be our, our resident expert for this round. So he has a coffee liqueur and a hint of espresso, also with ginger and cinnamon, and it's going to be a little boozy, so we know who he's catering to. Bruzy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so when it came down to judging, Prue said it was nice and lacy. I didn't get too much boozy out of that, but... <clears throat> Maybe, maybe it helped, and we didn't mm -hmm. hear about it. Paul said that the chocolate came through well, and the brandy snap has a snap to it. It's oh, just snap. the right amount of sweetness. <laughs> the cream was okay, but it lost some of the coffee flavor. It was just a little weak. Mm. Do you like your coffee strong or weak? Strong. Strong? Definitely strong. Yeah. yeah. I need the energy. You're going to like Freya's cappuccino. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> that looked amazing. <laughs> Not to get ahead of us, but, right. you know, might be my favorite thing of the whole series. The whole series? I'm You're calling kidding. it on week two? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, cappuccino. All right. All right, next we have Christelle, who is our client relationship manager. She's making apple of my pie brand new snaps. Pretty punny. I like them puns, right? She's using apple cider vinegar. Um, she's trying to improve from last week, which is kind of cool because she's acknowledging that last week her sweets or her mini rolls were too sweet, but she's trying to incorporate feedback, which is 
Very good strategy to like openly say that. She's taking notes. Taking notes like us. Um, she says that her snaps are going to be a cross between apple pie and crumble. And the apple pie filling will have a vanilla chantilly cream. So we get a little clip. And Christelle's like with her sisters. And at one point, her sister slides like a mat under her. She jumps over it. That was impressive and scared me. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like cooking and it could be potentially dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Did you catch the name of her sisters? They all sound the same. <laughs> or they end with an L, yeah. right? Yeah, they did. I don't remember them, but I thought that was funny. Yeah. So her sisters uh, also let her fall during a trust exercise we learned. Like one of those things where you're supposed to fall back and someone's supposed to catch you to like demonstrate trust. They're like, I don't know what happened, but they didn't catch her and she fell. So after that, do you trust jumping in the air while your sister throws a mat underneath you? <laughs> I mean, I guess a trust exercise worked, right? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Didn't take notes on that one. No. So apparently, yep. Uh, Christelle maybe trusts, but also argues with her sisters or doesn't trust her sisters. Um, her apple, my pie, brandy snaps use a lot of apple cider vinegar. And during judging, the judges say that they like that flavor very much. The combination of the apple pie and the crumble is very good, along with the chantilly cream. And uh, they say it's a lovely snap. So good stuff on Crystal, incorporating feedback, improving, and apple of my pieing. She was my pick for Star Baker this week. She was? Yeah. 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 Caveat, we weren't allowed to pick Jurgen again. Right. 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 <laughs> All right, up next is Freya, our student. And I'm going to call this as the best name. She's making Brandy Snappuccinos. Huh? Yeah. Brandy Snappuccinos? Snappuccina. Snappuccina. <laughs> sorry, Brandy Snappuccina. <laughs> right? Yep. Okay. So we learn that she has been a competitive show jumper since she was 14 and loves to hit the beach with her horse, Winnie. A little Winnie. foreshadowing going on here, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's making a coffee liqueur and hazelnut with praline layer on top because she always gets a shot of hazelnut in her cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have some froth on top, coconut-based vegan coffee cream. So she's sticking with her vegan cooking here. Mm -hmm. I thought she did pretty well during judging. Prue said that they looked absolutely scrumptious. Good snap on top, good flavor. Although it was quite strong, maybe a tiny bit too strong. But she for loved them, it. right? <laughs> but not for you, right? Yeah, not for me. I would enjoy that. Paul mentioned that they do look quite dark, but it could be from the coffee liqueur she put in. It had nice lace, and then she asked how he asked how much cappuccino. Cappuccino. <laughs> she put in there, and she replied, eight tablespoons of espresso." Yep. Is that a lot? Uh, that's quite a bit. Yeah. That's okay. like, um, I'm trying to do the math. Like, how many milligrams that would be? Let, let, let me look at the milligrams real quick. While All right. <laughs> Even though that's spread over 24 identical brandy snacks, eight tablespoons of espresso. So, while you looked it up, Paul just basically said that it was just a little bit too much coffee for him, but overall, she did a decent job. Mm. I think she did better than decent. So, and a, um, Mm. A tablespoon of espresso contains 30 or 40 milligrams of caffeine. Ooh. One shot of espresso, like the content, the liquid content of it, yeah. that's 75 milligrams of caffeine. 
Okay. So like she's using about she said how many tables or how many? Eight tablespoons of espresso. That's like roughly four, like a like a quad espresso. Oh. Yeah. In one tiny little brandy snap. Oh no no not in each brandy snap. Oh right? okay, totally. Like, overall, <laughs> You're talking about total. Yeah. Okay, like if she okay. could pack that much caffeine into that brandy snap, right? I would buy all of her brandy snaps <laughs> <laughs> naturally. That could be a thing. But yeah, maybe like four espressos total in all of her brandy snaps, which is actually quite a lot. Brandy yeah. snappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> I like the part where Noah's like, "Can you say that again, cappuccino?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. Noah was like a proxy for the audience at that point. I was like, "No." You know oh, what we want. <laughs> definitely, definitely. He asked one for the road, right? Yeah. I, I like Freya's energy and like her being the youngest baker this year. I think she's going to do well. Like, she reminds me of young Peter and young Martha. You remember those? I do. Bakers. They yeah. did really well. Yeah. And they're like, they have that real like young energy and they're like very ambitious. Uh-huh. And it's like, um, they're real like teenagers. Unlike, um that guy Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen <laughs> yeah. where he's like 30 and he has a receding hairline and he's playing a teenager uh, Freya has real teenage energy okay. Ben Platt okay sorry I digress that, that, I watched some of that the other day and I was like oof not working <laughs> okay anyway right we both right. have Freya going pretty far in the group I have her fifth yeah yeah we both have her fourth. I have her fifth because uh, young Martha fourth. Fourth. fourth fourth yeah I have her fourth we both have our four. Okay. Yeah. Young Martha went home fifth, I think. And I think she's a little bit better than Young Martha. Okay. It's but just, not quite as good as Young Peter. I mean, Peter's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy, Peter. All right. All right. That's only because Rowan went home, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. Right. Okay. All right, next up, we have George. He is our shared lives coordinator. He is making Cypriot brandy snaps. Um, we learned that George learned from his mother's baking. He's using traditional Cypriot flavors, which are chopped pistachios, and they're decorating his snaps, which are filled with mastic or mastica and orange blossom. Paul is concerned that he might put too much mastica in it. George is like, I'm not concerned. You might be concerned, Paul. I know what I'm doing. He didn't say that. That was just what I was inferring from this. Spot on. (laughs) (laughs) During judging, the judges note that they are irregular in size. And they say irregular in size. Every single one of them is irregular in size. So when you have that many like snaps, I guess none of them are identical. Not really great on the presentation skills, uh, George. However, the saving grace is that the orange blossom and the massacre are very good, and they describe the flavor as sensational. So George is pretty un- like pretty excited about this. He feels like he's on cloud nine after they use the word sensational. He was my pick to go home this week. He was too sensational. Yeah. <laughs> Let's recap. Who was your pick for Star Baker this week? It was Rochika. Rochika? Okay. Yeah. And then to go home, you're still trying to get rid of Amanda. <laughs> right, because I'm embarrassed of that prediction. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it again. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll see how. we see how we do. Right. Well, we know how we do, but I mean, it's a secret for now, right? <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so up next, spoiler alert, we have Giuseppe. He's our chief engineer, and he's making... Janduya snaps. <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> I, know, I can't say. <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> anyway, so he comes from a, a family of chefs. So not just his father, but a f- whole family of chefs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was wow. my pick to win the whole thing. Right. And he's passing down the love of food to his three sons, right? 
So the Janduya <laughs> is one of his favorite ice cream mm. flavors. So he is incorporating this into his brandy snap baskets. Mm. It's chocolate and hazelnut with a creme pat and obviously chopped hazelnuts. Mm. He has a small fiasco, though, when he's trying to put the snaps into the oven. Do you remember that? I think I do. It yeah. was a slight fumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think he saves it all right. Yeah, he saves them. Yeah. yeah. But it's it, always good to make extra, too. I would yes. make a bunch of extra things. Yes. So doing them in a batch. Right. <laughs> so during judging, Prue said that they're really pretty, that the brandy snap is delicious, it's crisp and nicely flavored. And Paul said that they're elegant, uniform in color, with a nice lace. Although the chocolate didn't come through, it lost its way. Mm. But you did get a blast of hazelnut. And he said that he did very well. Mm. Kind of a mixed bag there. Yeah. I think on the good side, pretty mixed. I, I mean, you expect him to do better because he's done so well in the first episode. Right. Mm. Interesting. Um, next, we have Jerzino, our head of finance. He's making chocolate, passion fruit, and pineapple brandy snaps. And he says he needs to do everything in time. So that's more like, you know, more storyline here with his little arc during this episode. <clears throat> we get a clip of him. He goes trail running with his dog, Maxie, which is pretty cute. He also likes reading. Um, there's, you know, <laughs> loves reading. <laughs> Did you see that little clip of him where he was just in a, like a room with a book just reading? That's like the thing that they got from him. I was like, <laughs> how, much, him like <laughs> how much footage do they have of this? Did they just shoot like a couple of seconds? Or were they just like following him around for a day? Like, well, he's been reading for four hours. <laughs> so we're just going to take a clip of that. They probably had five angles of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like from each side. And like, they probably have like a, like a tracking shot of him like getting a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, turning the page. Yeah, turning the page. Anyway, Jerry's, you know. Um, his snaps have a dark chocolate and lime ganache filling. There's also passion fruit curd. And there's also chunks of spiced pineapple. To which the judges say, that is a lot. <laughs> and Paul asks if it will be done on time. So when Paul asks you if something will be done on time, you have to do it on time. Because, <laughs> you know, the pressure's on. Noel says he likes Jerzino's laid-back attitude. And Prue says he needs to get on with it. Don't encourage him. Um, despite all these warnings, Jerzino still has time management problems, and he rushes at the end. During the judging, the judges say that his ginger snaps are messy. And Paul says again, the laid thing back or the laid back thing in your work is evident every in all these ginger snaps. <clears throat> and they also say the chocolate and fruit flavors are too strong. So I think Jerzino did the worst in this challenge. Definitely. Yeah. Especially like they were talking so much about like time management mm -hmm. and he didn't get it right. So it was a like pretty glaring uh, strategy fail there. Pretty rough for a first round. Yeah. On the flip side of that, we have Jurgen, an IT professional. <laughs> and we learned that he has a master's degree in physics. And we see him working on a spreadsheet. Yep. He seems like he is really methodical and smart. And I think that's his approach towards how he's taking this competition. Good approach, I'm Right? Say. Yeah. Yes. He is making a cup of chai brandy snaps. It's going to have chai spices with cinnamon and cardamom and clove. Whipped cream and a cubed mango on top. Mm. 
during his preparation, he mentions that the starch in his creme pat will wrap around the protein of the egg yolk, which prevents it from curdling. This, Science. This guy is scientific, right? Science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also mentioned that the mango brings the freshness, which is balancing against the rich spices. So mm. he is constantly thinking about every aspect of his bake. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. I like it. They shouldn't have let him into this competition. <laughs> He's not an amateur baker. Or is he? Hmm. Well, during judging, Prue says that it's nice and even, that they're lovely and thin, and that the creme pat is perfect and not too stodgy. Paul says that they overall, they look pretty good. The blend of the spices work beautifully well. The texture has done, he's done well with the texture. Mm -hmm. And he does a little judging of his own when he says he hears a crunch. So when the judges bite into there, he's like, I hear a crunch. Mm. Maybe he's getting used to judging his own bags. <laughs> <laughs> like the first it helps episode. Out. Right? Yeah, it does help. And then our first handshake of the season. I don't think it counts. Oh, from Matt. Matt also directly says this doesn't count for anything. True, true. <laughs> he says it means nothing from me. But Jurgen says that it means a lot for me, mm. for him. So yeah, someone should talk to Jurgen about that. <laughs> it's not officially a handshake. I mean, it's a handshake. I mean, I could get a handshake right now if I wanted to. I could shake my own hand. Okay. Is that a handshake? Technically. Yes. Technically, yes. Right. Anyway, Jurgen, <laughs> Jurgen's strong, man. What if Matt actually did a hand cramp handshake to Jurgen? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cruel. Okay, just a thought. Right. Uh, next we have Lizzie, our car production operative. Lizzie is making some kind of fast food <laughs> hot penny snaps. And she kind of alludes that it's like a fast food um, item that she gets from her favorite chain that when you like bite into it, it oozes out. I was like, is she talking about McDonald's? Except that, don't they bake theirs now? Yeah. They're not fried anymore, are they? They taste fried. But are they baked? Maybe they're doing both. There was a minute where they, I think they stopped frying them and they were baking them for a while because oh. they're healthy apple pie. But maybe they went back, did they? I haven't been to McDonald's in a while. I haven't ordered an apple pie for a while. But they used to be really good when they were fried. Oh, yeah. If That's the only reason fried, I get them. Super good. I used to have a friend and we used to go to McDonald's. And he used to get like their vanilla soft serve. Mm. And then he would get an apple pie and he would just mush them all together. <laughs> And then it would be really good. I was like, you got to watch your sugar, bro. You can't be eating that much sugar every day. But that's a story for another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to know what happened to that guy. Oh, he, he's cool. He's oh, okay. Good. good. It's just like he, he's, he eats too much sugar. Oh, okay. I was like, you got to eat like a cheeseburger. You can't just have apple pies on Sunday. <laughs> and this was me in high school. So if look, I was alarmed. Look how health conscious you were. So uh, Lizzie was not practicing for this bake because she was watching Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm harding Lizzie more and more. Yeah, no, she's funny. Yeah. She was like a boy wizard named Harry Potter. I was like, how many did you watch? Do you know how many movies there are? I don't, actually. Eight. Eight? <laughs> wow. So she's saying that she watched it when he was a boy wizard, which I think takes him hmm, to the first three. Kind of got a teenager after that. So I think she watched all the way up to Prisoner of Azkaban, which is probably the best one, in my opinion. Do you not watch Harry Potter? No. Are you just a straight-up muggle? 
Do you even know what a muggle is? (laughs) No. Okay. Anyway, listeners, I I think Lizzie, if she were to pick a house, she would be Hufflepuff. Tell me if I'm wrong. Am I still speaking like a foreign language to you? (laughs) Spot on. (laughs) Anyway, we learned that Lizzie's the Terrier Prue. She has a Terrier named Prue. She named her Terrier Prue. Yes. And it's also a social media star. More Instagram fans than we do. Yo, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not <probably>. even close. <laughs> okay. Check us out on Instagram. That's at right. Quick Mix Podcast. That was the plug right there. Right, that was the plug. Um, she says her snaps are filled with creme diplomat and topped with apples mixed with Calvados brandy. Um, no kind of teases her for watching Harry Potter instead of baking. But she doesn't look like she has any regrets. <laughs> <laughs> During judging, the judges say that the fast food clagginess, it kind of works. And then she says, she uses the word congealed. Yes. And Paul said, that doesn't sound like a good word. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough sell. Congealed? Yeah. Makes me think of like blood or like food rot. Food rot? Hmm. Anyway, the judges say that it tastes delicious. And it's a lovely mouthful. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty good. For watching a bunch of Harry Potter. <laughs> That's right. Who needs practice? And up next, we have Maggie, our retired nurse and midwife. We learned that Maggie retired just 12 years ago. And she travels a lot in her camper van. In one year, she will have retired a baker's dozen. That's right. That's right. That's right. She says to be patient and not rush it at the end. So yeah, she's she was, slow and steady. Yeah, she was probably telling uh, Jerzino that. She's like, just take your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Words of wisdom here. <laughs> so Maggie's making traditional brandy snaps featuring black currant. She's having creme de cassis, black currant with chantilly cream. And they're okay. <laughs> During judging... <laughs> <laughs> During judging, proves that they are small and could have had more color. Mm. And since it's traditional, it's a traditional type of brandy snap that the cream soaked up the brandy snap, and it was not quite, quite baked enough. Anyway, it was really chewy, but they were delicious. So it sounds like the textures were off, but the flavors were okay. Mm. Paul said that he loved the tanginess from the black currant, but the practicalities really haven't worked out. Mm. Rough start, I mm. think. I think so, yeah. Maybe second worst compared to Jerzino. Yeah. Mm. Finally, we have Rochika, our junior HR business partner. She is also making a coffee-flavored bandy snap, which I would love to try. Uh, she used to drink mocha with Irish cream, um, which sounds delicious. And she makes her bandy snaps shaped like ice cream cones. So they look really appealing. Uh, there's Irish cream filling and there's espresso and hazelnuts. Everything sounds good to me. It looked just like those drumstick ice creams that you I did. love those. Didn't it look like that? Yeah, those I are good. So. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the ones with the chocolate at the bottom? Yeah. That's the best part, the very bottom of the cone. Yeah, there's not, there's not ice cream. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the best part. Isn't it? Weird. It is. Good stuff. Anyway, I also get, would get sad when I got that, that part. So. Oh. Because it was also the best part, but it's the yeah. end of the ice cream. That's when you just open up another one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. I'm sure the guy who told his friend in high school to stop eating so much sugar would do or, that. <laughs> or be healthier and just eat a cheeseburger <laughs> instead. Eat a cheeseburger, guys. Yeah. Uh, during judging, you say that her ice cream cones are in various sizes. They are not consistent. However, the flavors are delicious. And Prue, surprise, surprise, especially loves the booze. And that's it for the signature bake. Now we get into the technical bake. Let's. So this week's technical is set by Paul, and it's a childhood favorite. Right off the bat, did you think anybody had an advantage when Paul said it was a childhood favorite? Maggie. Really? <laughs> Why do you say that? Because, I mean, of anyone to be present around the time of Paul's childhood, yeah. it would be Maggie, right? Oh, just like last episode, right? Where For we thought right. Maggie. I thought it was Freya because she's closest to her childhood. What? And <laughs> no. after the show, I'll draw you a diagram. So you're saying that like Paul said this is a childhood favorite. Right. So to capture that essence the best, it's Freya because she was most recently <laughs> a child. Correct. And I said Maggie because she was probably around at the time that Paul's childhood. Actually, I know what I'm talking I'm, I'm I know what I'm setting up right now and I'm going to lose it. <laughs> anyway, just, just move on. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> the bakers are challenged to make 12 sandwich jammy biscuits made up of two perfectly baked shortbreads and tender biscuits and perfectly set jam and smooth buttercream. They're going to have one hour and 45 minutes to complete mm. this task. Paul leaves some words of advice when he says, this is pretty straightforward. But read your recipe. Yep, the we, most useful <laughs> advice ever. <laughs> we want perfection. <laughs> okay, so then Noel and Matt kind of talk about, Noel's like, why doesn't Paul just tell him what to do? And then Matt says that he has a lot on his mind, mm -hmm. like trying to decide whether to watch Fast and Furious 6 or Expendables 3, to which all of the bakers laugh. Yeah, I don't think it was that funny. Okay, thank because, you. Yeah, because obviously like... <laughs> You would watch the Fast and the Furious franchise. It's a better franchise. And also, why would you watch Fast and Furious 6 when everyone knows that Fast and Furious 5, a.k.a. Fast 5, is the best one? Anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> so when Paul and Prue are talking about the bake, Paul says that it's a very familiar biscuit for the bakers. That the recipe is pretty straightforward, but you have to get all the elements spot on. Mm. And in this technical, they gave the bigger stamps to get the definition for the lines and the swirls. So they have tools. And he says that one of the things they're going to have to do is chill the dough. And we also learned that it's kind of warm in the tent mm. that day. Uh -oh. And we know how that <laughs> never seems to help. Right. Heat it in the tent help. is never seems to be a great thing. They never talk about cold in the tent. Cold in the tent probably helps them, huh? I would think so. Right. I would think so. So they need to use their freezers. Mm -hmm. It's deceptively difficult, and it's a warm day. <laughs> What's going to happen? All right, I'm going to go to the bottom three. <laughs> uh, first or last place, we have Rochika, my pick to win this week. <laughs> She's in 12th place. All right, 11th place. 11th place. 11th place, yeah. So Rochika says she's never made these before, but she has eaten them, and she has an idea of what they might be looking for. This doesn't play out at all. <laughs> she has trouble. During judging, the judges say her biscuit is raw 
And Paul asks her, did it actually go in the oven? To which she says, it did. But not for that long. Uh, next to last place, we have Christelle, who has not been doing well in technicals. Um, at the end of her biscuit jabby thing making whatever, <laughs> she says they're awful, but they're done. So she has an, like, an idea that they're not good. Especially when she was mixing her jam, it did not look like the right consistency. Not at all. She almost had no jam right? left. <laughs> yeah. It looked like the texture looked like glue or like it looked way too sticky. Yeah. Yeah. So the, during judging, Paul says, you overboard the jam. And Prue says, the jam ruined it. Uh, Christelle, second to last place. Not doing well in the technicals. So maybe that's like her storyline this season. Jeez. I want to talk. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that at the end of this segment. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, um, we have Jerzino, unfortunately, in third to last place. During judging, they don't spend too much time on him. They said that his uh, cookies or his biscuits had very little definition and the biscuit was too thin. So, yeah. Uh, bottom three Rochica, Cristel, and Jerzino. All right. And I'm going to tackle the top three in third place Freya. <laughs> Closest to her childhood. Capturing Paul's uh, essence of childhood. <laughs> Prue said that she liked the biscuit, but there's a bit too much jam. Paul said that uh, the, there's definition, but there's inconsistencies. The buttercream was quite thick and it was too sweet. So it's kind of weird because some of the things that he said were not very positive, but she still ended up with their place. At the end, he did say that they weren't too bad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's not totally saying like they were really good he's saying everyone else was like way worse right kind of yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. his way to insult the whole room the the only reason why (laughs) she got third was because four through through 11 was worse right (laughs) yeah just like last according to his logic that's how things work (laughs) right it lost a little bit of definition but she was nearly there just a little bit in the oven he said in second place giuseppe my boy he's doing pretty well here so during judging, Prue said, uh, let's start with Paul. He said that there's a bit of definition here and that they're a bit thin. And then Prue said that she quite likes them thin. Uh, that the cream is good, the shape is good, and the jam flavor is good. Mm. So lots of goodness there. And in first place, Jürgen. Jürgen, killing it. Tearing it up here. So Prue said that they are very nice. Paul said that they looked good, that the hearts were quite defined. There's a bit of definition in there from the lines. It's got a good consistency. And I think that he is doing just like him and Giuseppe when it comes to actually assembling and getting things to look the way they're supposed to. They're on a different level. They do it very well, don't you yeah. think? Right? Crystal, too, is up for in this challenge. Right, right, right. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so at the very end, we hear some sentiments from our. Bakers, Jurgen says it's almost unreal. It's an unbelievable day, and that he's truly exhausted. Mm-hmm. Giuseppe said that Jurgen's being renamed the Baking Terminator because I think so. nothing stops him. He says he doesn't have the Austrian accent, but he's German, so that's close enough. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Rochika said that this was definitely the hardest moment in the tent, but she's still optimistic. Yeah. It all rests on tomorrow. For a yeah. lot of people, are, with the Showstopper Day, which is tomorrow for them, yeah. a lot of people are counting on the Showstopper. Yep. Jarzino says that it, it could have gone better, even though you planned so much, the time just seems to, yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's, that's like two challenges. They, he ran short on time. Rough, huh? Rough, yeah. And then Maggie kind of 
says the same thing where she's like, uh, bad morning. She needed to get a little higher to bring her out of the depths from the first round. Yeah. And she feels like she's under a lot of pressure for the showstopper as well. I felt for Maggie. I, I mean, making sure it should be an enjoyable thing, but I also understand like being disappointed if you're not doing well. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I hope Maggie pulls through. I do too. So the thing that I want to bring up was during the technical, do you remember when Noel, Matt, and Jurgen were talking about how Christelle Station was such a mess? And yeah, Jürgen and like Jurgen's so was like perfectly clean. Yeah. Do you think that that could have got in her head? Also, because when she she was fumbling too when she was trying to take her bakes out of the oven. Like, I feel like that was Do you think they were picking on her? I, I think they were doing it in jest. But I don't know. Obviously, I don't know Christelle personally. Yeah. <laughs> I just know her based on the two episodes. But for some people, I think that could get in your head. That would get in my head. If I right? was like working, like actively working. Right. And someone's like, hey, you're messy, bro. Ha ha ha. Hey, these are my two friends. We all think you're messy. Ha ha ha. I would be like, I'm not going to do this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought when I saw that happen, I was like, and also because she was my pick to be star baker right <laughs> i was like hey wait a minute are they getting in her head it didn't seem like they were like from her reaction mm, but i right. wonder sometimes some of those things can kind of get to you oh yeah definitely especially right. if like you're like on tv and you know it's being recorded right 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 yeah hmm. maybe she has like a diary she just writes it at the end of the day dear diary they made fun of about how messy i was i'm pretty self-conscious about this i do not like the terminator I don't know where I'm going with this. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway. Just a, just a thought I had. Just a thought right, I had. Right. Yeah. Good, good, good thought. I did notice that. I thought that was kind of a different vibe from the rest of the show. Mm. Mm. Showstopper time. Where everything comes to this. As it does every episode. <laughs> so, we have your favorite word during this challenge. 3D! We have a 3D biscuit. <laughs> I knew you were going to go The bakers are tasked to make a 3D biscuit replica of their favorite childhood toy. And it must have an interactive element, like the internet if you need to send out emails, or hop on a Zoom with murderer dog Chucky, who is actually a good guy, according to Noel. <laughs> <laughs> the bakers get four hours. Um, so when they say 3D, they just mean it has to stand, I guess. It has a height on it. Is that what they mean? I don't know what they mean by 3D. I know. We always get confused by this. <laughs> They've never made a 2D anything. Every bake is 3D. Yeah. That's, that's our thoughts about it, right? Right. Come hmm. uh, on. Um, by the way, Fast and Furious 6 is not technically named Fast and Furious 6. It's called Furious 6. Oh. Yeah. They all have weird titles. So it's like Fast 5, uh -huh. Furious 6, and then Fast and Furious 7. And then 8 is the fate of the Furious with the 8 in the side of the fate. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. And then the, the most recent one is just Fast 9. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's been our Fast and Furious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, so the 3D Biscuit Replica. Uh, Paul says the bakers have to be engineers, and they will obviously use gingerbread because it's strong. <laughs> Prue says she wants the childhood toy to be interactive. So we have our first baker, Amanda. She's making a carousel rocking horse. Um, she's kind of having like a battle with Freya because they're both making carousel rocking horses. That's right. Right. Amanda is the only baker not using gingerbread. Instead, 
You tell me if this is a good idea. She's using a soft baked sugar cookie. To what could go wrong? To hold up a horse, <laughs> a rocking horse. Yeah. So instead of using the gingerbread, she wants to give herself an extra challenge. She's like, I'm going to be different. So soft baked sugar cookie. That's what she's using for this. Um, Paul asked if she's practiced this. She says yes. And her horse will be made out of a lemon and cardamom sugar biscuits. During the whole time, she, had, she has like trouble constructing it. It has problems like standing up. Like the feet break. At one point, like Freya, who is her enemy, like kind of <laughs> hops in and helps her with this. Yes. Yeah, they, glue it, try, they try to glue it together. Ultimately, it breaks. At one point, the head falls off. And then at the end of the challenge, Amanda is very sad. She eats a biscuit for comfort, she says. So, like, always good to have extra biscuits lying around. During judging, Paul says that, or Prue, I gotta give Prue props for this because she always finds, like, a way to, like, sympathize with the bakers. Because judging starts, and the first thing Prue says is, it must have been heartbreaking to see it collapse. Which is something that, like, is very emotionally intelligent to kind of, like, like, be on their side with this. Mm-hmm. Where Paul just says, like, <laughs> I would have never chosen that delicate biscuit. <laughs> right, right, right. Basically, I told you so. And Amanda says, she made it three times before. It just went wrong this time. So, yeah, really rough for Amanda. I think she might have had the worst showstopper. That thing was crumbling. A soft sugar cookie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, props were trying to be different. Everyone else was using gingerbread. Right, right. But they were using gingerbread for a reason. True, true. Okay, up, we, up next we have Chiggs. He's our sales manager, and he made a snooker table. Spiced gingerbread with textured icing, green marshmallow fondant with balls made from fondant icing, and biscuit cues. What did you think about this one? I mm. liked it a lot. I thought it was super impressive, and it looked super cool. Yeah, you can actually play with it. Yes. So right before judging, we see Paul take a shot, and he nearly made it, but he did not. I think that's that's Paul. That's not the bake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all Paul. That's not. That's nothing to do with the bake. Right. Right. So during judging, Prue said it's a little bit cake-like, but she likes it because it was thick. Thick. You don't want it to be too hard. Paul said it was very clever. It's perfect but he's missing a row of red balls, so it's not quite accurate. <laughs> Did you think he just threw that in there because he missed that shot? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And also, like, he, he probably wants us to think that he, like, he's good at pool because he knows that there's like, a, a roll of red balls. Right, right. So he's like, look at me pointing out something about this bake that this guy worked really hard on. is really detailed. But I'm just going to get extra detailed about it. Anyway. Snooker table. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff to Chiggs. Yeah. For being our least experienced baker. Right. Only one year. <coughs> Chiggs is doing very well. Uh, next up, we have Christelle, who's making a vanity playset. She's using poppy seed biscuit lipsticks. She's using poppy seed biscuit to make lipsticks. <laughs> <laughs> also to make makeup brushes and a sugar mirror. Um, this vanity playset has over 40 parts, including a working drawer. Uh, Noah tells us that he once fell through a mirror and landed in the tent, and he's still stuck here. Anyway, that was funny. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Darren Judging Prue says that um, it looks very good. 
she takes out a little cookie earring and puts it on Paul, which is very funny because Paul has a cookie earring. <laughs> <laughs> um, they taste the, the vanity playset. They said the lemon and poppy seed were very lovely. The design was clever and the flavor is spot on. So Christelle bouncing back from the technical, doing very well here. And anytime Paul gets like a, a cookie jewelry, that's just, that's just TV, you guys. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Because yeah. he looks so bad with it, right? I actually thought it fit him well. Oh, okay. It was a little hoop with a heart on it. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I don't know what bad is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Freya, our student. And as we mentioned earlier in the episode about her horse, Winnie, she's making a vegan rocking horse. It's going to have a brand new snap saddle crisp gingerbread head and some thick rockers <laughs> thick rockers right to keep it upright yep makes sense very good very good right. engineering there yeah it looked really good it really yeah, did it did and prue says that she thought it was beautiful and loves the painting right and i thought that was great too we yeah. learned that she had some good skills last episode with flowers yeah i think she's so. really good at like Piping and painting. Yeah, so I think it carried over this, this episode as well. <laughs> Prue did ask to Paul, can it be softer? But Paul said that he thinks that it's good considering what it's doing. And it's not overly hard. And structurally, it's pretty sound as well. Mm. So I think overall, pretty strong showing for Freya. Yeah, Freya doing very well this episode. Gotta yeah. get props there. Yeah. And even better in my book, because she made that crazy coffee thing. <laughs> they would have got me lit. That the brandy snappuccino. Yeah, that has like four shots of espresso. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been lit. I want to try that. I, I should ask her for the recipe and make that and then eat it and see how like caffeinated I get. Do it. I will. Challenge. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Um, next, we have George, who is making a Paul and Prue Airlines, which is funny because there's like an airplane toy that kind of spins in a circle. But he called it Paul and Prue Airlines. So I was thinking, like, if you have a bake and you, like, attribute some part of it to Paul and Prue, mm -hmm. does it kind of get, like, is that, like, a good strategy? Because it's, like, funny. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, because Paul and Prue are like, oh, this is our airplane. Yeah. So, like, instinctively, we'll like it more. 100%. Good strategy on George with the naming. The airplane is made out of biscuits and is crafted from 10 pieces of gingerbread. And there's candy floss clouds. And he's very intent on like this little motor and making it work so that the plane goes round and round. Yeah. And that Paul says at one point, you've got a motor? To which George just kind of like smiles because he knows he definitely has a motor. Uh, during judging, the motor works. The airplane flies around and everybody applauds. P Paul and Prue Airlines works. So uh, right from that, I was like, it doesn't matter how good this thing tastes. It could taste terrible and he's still going to walk away a champ from this. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Um, so they do try it, and they say that it's very crisp, and uh, overall they're just um, very happy with the design. Paul laughs and said that it even sounds like a plane with the noise. Mm -hmm. So very well done on George. George had a good day. He did. Had a good weekend. I thought that he was not going to... There, there was a moment where I thought he could still go home. I thought the plane was going to crash. Yeah. And then he would go home. Yeah, but yeah. he salvaged it. Yeah, he salvaged it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't good. lost. No. 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 Because in the show Lost, the plane crashes. Spoiler alert. 
It happens in the first episode. Okay. Well, I've never seen it before. The show is called Lost. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So up next, we have Giuseppe, our chief engineer. And we learned that he's an aircraft engineer. Mm. He probably could have helped George. <laughs> With Paul and Prue Airlines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is making a reversey board game. And when I saw that, I was like, what? That looked like Othello. But then I looked it up, and they are not the same game. Oh, yeah. People confuse them a lot. Have you played Othello? I only know the Shakespeare play. Okay. <laughs> so, Giuseppe's board game is going to have curved counter grooves, chocolate on orange sublet counters with a ganache center. They call them counters, but they're those little disky things. Mm, yeah. Right? What are you talking about? So, I thought this was one of the best looking ones, but I wasn't surprised. Were you? I mean, no, it's Giuseppe. It's Giuseppe, <laughs> yeah. Very intricate to very detailed. Yeah. Uh. During judging, Prue said it's a very classic gingerbread biscuit, and she quite likes it. Well done. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Paul said it was properly engineered. The way that the counters sit in the little recess, it looks amazing. The condom and the cloves come through. Mm. So I just think Giuseppe did a great job here. I think he's a line for Star Baker for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, next. Uh, we have Jerzino, and he's making a tall ship. That's the name of it, tall ship. <laughs> a ship contains gingerbread, and he plans to have interactive lights and rice paper sails. So Jerzino, going into this, under a lot of pressure. Um, he is trying to fight the whole storyline of, like, can he do things within time and execute it? And he says that after all the baking, if his ship stands, he will be happy. Um, at the end of his bake, he says, it's more like a ship wrecked than a ship. And he is very unhappy because it looked very messy. And I think his idea was that he was going to make something simple so that he can execute it well. But it still turned out looking messy, which the judges kind of caught on. I'm not sure time was an issue. I just don't think it was going to turn out well. Like, so... Maybe time wasn't an issue, but it just didn't turn out well. So he, yeah, because hmm. yeah. it, it a bad look crumbled on him. Because of his storyline is, can he overcome time? Right. If he overcame time at the end and it looked amazing and it was good, he would have like probably went on. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> but if you gave him an extra half hour, would it look better? Yeah. Do you think so? I don't know. Maybe he rushed like assembly or something. Okay. Maybe. I mean, maybe he rushed concept. I mean, the name of it was Tall Ship. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's supposed to be a tall and a ship. And it was not tall, and it didn't really look a ship. And during judging, they said that it looks rough. Um, he tries to be funny and say that the mast broke because of the crazy waves, but they're not having it. <laughs> they said the biscuit tastes good. However, it's too rough and ready for finish. Have you heard that term before? Rough and ready? Yeah. They, they repeated it at least like, Four times during this. It looked pretty raggedy. Like the way it was painted, yeah. per se, right? It, it was pretty rough. He should have employed a strategy that another like a baker does, which I will talk about later. Okay. When it comes to painting. Oh, okay, okay. Up next, we have Jürgen, IT professional Jürgen. And he let us know that he and his brother did not have many toys when they were growing up because they were very poor. Mm -hmm. But his grandpa made windmills 
and that they had a mini Dutch windmill on a pole in their garden. Yep. That's kind of cool. So Jürgen already has the most inspiring story for a showstopper. He's got like all the things going for him. Right I know. Now, right? It's crazy. Right? Yeah. So he's making Grandpa's windmill. Who doesn't love a sentimental tribute? Yep. Bake, right? Sounds a lot better than tall ship. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> so this windmill is going to be made of spiced Scandinavian gingerbread. And it's the tallest toy in the tent. And it's going to have a rotating head. And twill sails. Yep. And it looks amazing. It, it looks perfect. It looks like a, like a legit toy. Yeah, and it was like huge. Made out of wood or something, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. It looked, it looked, the craftsmanship was amazing. Yes. So during judging, Prue said it was Sir Goot, which I probably just butchered. But I had to look up and it means very good. Sir Goot? Yeah. Hmm. Did I butcher that? I, you're asking the wrong person. No. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here are language experts. Right, where's, our, where's our onset linguist? Yeah. Paul said that Jürgen managed to create quite a high structure, but yet it's also so thin. <laughs> it's not overly sweet, but it's got a lot of flavor in the mouth, which made me think, where else would it have flavor? I think Paul's just adding words. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How, how else would you taste it? I was wondering. Mm -hmm. He thinks that he did a great job, and then he called him Conditor Meister. Condit, Conditor Meister? Right, asking the wrong person. Okay. <laughs> Which I had to look up, and it means confectioner or pastry cook. So oh. that's a compliment, I say. That's good. Right? Yeah. Conditor Meister. That's mm. not getting any better. <laughs> Anyway, that's Jürgen, and he did amazing. Yeah, it looked like above the level of everyone else's. Like, it, it was like, yeah, it was, it was a whole different skill set. <laughs> <laughs> Jürgen, yeah. man, should I have let him on the show? Do they He's, have architecture week or like skyscraper week or anything like that? He or, would kill that. He would, right? <laughs> yeah. I think maybe they had it. They're like, this guy, he's obviously going to win that. We have to scrap architecture week. And that's when they put in Japan week. Yeah. That's when they throw in like Japanese week. Kawaii cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Would Jürgen be able to do a kawaii cake? Hmm. All right. Next we have Lizzie. And let me tell you about what she's about to make. It's called paint a truck. So Lizzie makes cars for a living. Right. So she is, is going to construct a chocolate and ginger toy truck. She says, I know... I should know how to build a truck. I work in a car factory. So she says what we're all thinking. Um, the car comes with a paint palette to color the car. So strategy-wise, <laughs> instead of coloring her car, her strategy is to make a paint palette, which I don't think has a lot to do with cars in general. But it's a toy. Oh, yeah. I like guess you it's a toy. Paint a model, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. But I was like, this kind of feels like cheating. <laughs> it's like if I, like... Like my bake was like, oh, it's like twenty pieces, and then you have to assemble it because <laughs> that's what toys are like, right? Okay, but if you think about the challenge was to have it be an interactive toy, right? And then we're amazed at George's because it goes around in a circle uh -huh. by itself, right? Are you interacting with it? Not really, right? I mean, it's interacting You're just with the watching air. it. <laughs> 
So in that sense, I think that it's a good interaction. Yes, it could be seen as a good strategy, but it is interactive. I right. think it was one of the more interactive. I mean, that's true. Because Prue actually, like, during judging, Prue actually paints. Right. And then Paul says, self-painting is like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. I gotta, I gotta I agree with Paul. Okay. Paul, you got a point there, Paul. I mean, I hear, I hear you guys on that. Because they can't really criticize the look of it because it's self-painting, right? I hear you guys on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, they said the ginger and chocolate together is too strong. However, Prue says, with icing, it's delicious. Um, they... Yeah, and then Lizzie tells Prue, you can get a job at our factory with those painting skills. <laughs> Buttering up Prue's painting. Yeah. Pretty good, interesting strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. But I, I totally understand. You what think it. if she does this again, they'll be like, you can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like next week is uh, Red Week. It's like, oh, let's paint your own bed. And they're like, no, you can't do that. Ba- it's bake your own bread. Yeah. They're like, okay, Paul, put it in the oven. Yeah. And if it doesn't turn out, it's Paul's fault. Yeah. I, I gave you the elements. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Right. That would be great. All right. Up next, we have Maggie, our retired nurse and midwife. And she's making a beach playset. Maggie tells us that as a post-war child, there were not many toys around, but they always were able to go to the beach because it was a cheap day out. So I'm going to try to describe what this is. It's basically two gingerbread huts with a biscuit surfer who apparently can be pulled through the waves. Yep. That's exactly what I see. Okay. And let's go to the judging and then we'll talk about it. Prue said that it was a little bit thick and heavy. Mm-hmm. Paul said, and I couldn't agree with him more, it's a bit basic, right? As a decoration, it needs to be a lot more elaborate. Mm-hmm. He would have made it a bit thinner so that it had a nice snap. And that if she was looking at a traditional school report, it would say, needs to try harder. That's kind of harsh. It was. Yeah. But it legit looked like two... It wasn't even as ornate as if you had one of those decorate your own <laughs> gingerbread kits yeah. for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't even as ornate as one of those could be. It was not a good look for Maggie. Yeah. I, I was like, she's in trouble for sure. Think, even before judging. Yeah. Like, she's in trouble. <laughs> From the jump. Like, yeah, the concept just wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah, Maggie. Yeah. I think she knows she didn't do well either. Definitely, definitely. I was feeling for her. Like you said, this episode was pretty tough. Uh, finally, we have Rochica. Rochica is making a gingerbread pinball game, which sounds very cool. Uh, there's complex parts to it. Like it has the flickers, and the flickers are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And there's lemon shortbread with marshmallow rice crispy pinballs, which is pretty cool. Um, during judging, they're like, wow, this is a lot of moving parts. And then Prue tries to use a flicker and play with it. It just breaks off. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, other than that, they said that it looks, the design is ingenious. And it's, the cookie itself is very delicate and thin. So the texture was spot on to make a pinball table. So mm. pretty, pretty cool uh, ginger, gingerbread pinball game from Rochica. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was pretty ingenious the way that she had it. And it was definitely 3D. Yeah, and it looked like a pinball machine. It did. Yeah. So good stuff from Rochica. Kind of having a mixed performance all around. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, she did well on the showstopper. And that's all the bakers for the showstopper. Wait, what about Tom's train? 
No? He didn't make it? Okay. <laughs> so just, that would have been amazing, though. It would have been so good. They should have kept Tom on this episode. He would have been a great train. Tom's train, right? It would have ran. Yeah. Yeah. It would have had real steam coming out. Yeah. And like, while the steam comes out, it like cooks a part of the bake or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <sighs> missed opportunity. It would, have, <laughs> it would have like defied gravity. Yeah. <laughs> it would have like been flying over like the trees. Or yeah. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. It would have picked up like a cookie passenger, like right. a gingerbread man. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like rolling by Maggie's, <laughs> Maggie's huts. Uh, what could have been? Uh, what could have been? Anyway, we get a judges round table. Okay. Yeah. And um, they kind of talk about who's doing bad. They say they felt sorry for Amanda, her rocking horse crumbling. Oh. They say Jorzino's in trouble. Um. Noel says, you kind of look at Jerzino's thing and you say, it's kind of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I thought. And they say Maggie is in trouble as well, but they don't expand too much on her. And who's doing well and in line for Star Baker? We have Chiggs, Giuseppe, Jurgen, and George. Doing pretty well, but pretty I think well. like top two would definitely be Jurgen and Giuseppe. In contention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> If uh, Christelle did well in the technical, she probably would have been in this too, but she didn't. Well, we know what happened there. <laughs> Matt says to Paul, do you feel a paternal sense to George since you both grew up in Cyprus? And then uh, Paul just kind of looks at him, and Prue says, Matt, this is going nowhere. And then they cut. <laughs> and then we get final results. <laughs> so, we uh, in line for Star Baker, it's, uh, they kind of focus on Chiggs, Giuseppe, and Jurgen. The camera is cutting between the three of them. Finally, they announced it. It's Jürgen. Two weeks in a row. Star Baker. And a handshake. Not, nope. From a- asterisk. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <Not right>. <laughs> From Matt. Right. So Jürgen, Star Baker, two weeks in a row. And next week is bread week, <laughs> which we know he's good at bread. We'll get to predictions later. But we'll just leave it at that for now. And in trouble, we have Amanda, Maggie, and Jorzino. I think those three had really bad days. Really bad weekends. Yeah. I mean, it could have been any three of them, but since Jorzino is the one with the storyline, he uh, he gets kicked off the show. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, Jorzino says he was half expecting that. His showstopper was quite basic compared to everyone else's. And uh, you kind of feel bad for the guy because I think he had more potential. It's just, um, yeah, two, two weeks is just not a lot of time to improve, I guess. He just had a better week. Yeah, he never got his footing. Yeah, and once the judges like label you with something, it's really hard to escape that. Yeah, and he wasn't able to. I mean, if he was, that would have been like, like an uptake. But unfortunately, Jerzino did not do well this week. Uh, Maggie is relieved that she uh, she's staying for another week, and we get a shot of Jurgen. He's calling his family again. And I was like, are they going to pick up? Because they rung like a couple of times. Right. I was like, are they not going to pick up again? Right. Does he need to call the cops to check on them? <laughs> like, what's going on here? But fortunately, they do. They pick up. And he tells them he's Star Baker again. And he says, it is true. Crazy, isn't it? So, you know, very humble. Very, uh, very cool, Jurgen. And uh, at one point, Pooh also tells Giuseppe that he did very well. And I think this is kind of hinting to us that Giuseppe almost got it. Second place, I believe. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that's the episode. Now we get into our segment. 
Let's do it. <clears throat> what was your funniest moment? I think you're ready to know mine. My funniest moment is actually a small compilation of Lizzie's vocabulary expansion through the episode. <laughs> Particularly when they were talking about, there's during the technical and they had to use what she called the fluttered cutter. And then yep. the producers clipped to Maggie saying fluted. And she was like, <laughs> oh, fluted, okay. <laughs> but there were a couple times where she was talking about like how she needed a thesaurus and Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cool how she was learning new words. Yeah. So I don't know if it was funny, but it was kind of my most enjoyable moment. Yeah, that's a good one. Cappuccino. <laughs> Is that funny? It's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Especially since like she enjoys saying it. Yeah. And I was like, say it again, cappuccino. <laughs> true. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> like. If you were to ask me if like one or maybe okay, two clips to summarize this episode. Why not summarize just like two of my favorite clips of this episode? Yeah. It would be one cappuccino, two Harry Potter. <laughs> I watched Harry Potter all night last night. I didn't practice making. Yeah. But you know what? I don't regret any of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Lizzie and uh right, yeah. Putting in the comedy points. All right. What was your favorite bake of the episode? So your funniest moment segues to my favorite bake of the episode which are the brandy snappuccinos we have the same one. Oh, okay yeah i think it's obvious how could we not like that <laughs> just by name alone namesake alone i have to pick that also i'm trying to get lit off caffeine so like, i'm sure of any any bake in that tent that would give me the boost i need all right i'm challenging you to make that and eat 24 of them right before we record <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, we can do that. Sure. <laughs> that will be our fastest episode ever. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> our whoa. shortest yeah. episode. It was two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, prediction time. We cannot choose Jurgen to win Bread Week. Oh, God. Because Jurgen won this week. Yeah. So who is winning Bread Week? Giuseppe. That's pretty strong, yeah. Giuseppe. That's a, that's a good Who do you say? Guess. You say Giuseppe also? I was going to say Christelle. Oh, you say Christelle? Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's also very likely. I think we're using, we're, we're kind of choosing very safe, like, guesses. We're, like, choosing the strongest makers. I should just say, like, someone, like, really, like. Oh, okay. You want me to go there? You know what? I'm going to change my vote. I'm going to say Freya is going to win. Oh, that's week. what I was going to say. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm going to go with the Chigs. Chigs and Freya. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm done with that. I think Freya is going to, like, uh, make some very good, like, vegan bread. And everyone's going to be like, this is amazing. Uh, cappuccino. Cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> cappuccino bread. <laughs> Who's going home next week? Ooh. Wait, are you picking Amanda again? No. No? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to pick on her. Amanda's been so close to going home every week. It's been two weeks and both times. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Man, she's just pulling it out, though. I'm going to say it's tough, actually. Because there's so many people that could go home next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many bad takers. No, there's so many people that could win. <laughs> I don't want to pick George again. I hope Maggie can bounce back. I had her, originally I had her going <clears throat> in the middle of the rounds here, so. I think Maggie will do well with bread. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I'm going to say 
Gosh, I don't want to pick George. I'll say Amanda. I just don't think so, though. Yeah? That guy. Uh, I think... Well, Chica was my pick to win this Biscuits Week. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think Chica's going to do well, Brad. I think it's going to be Chica next. Okay. I'm, some, can I switch? Something tells me it's Maggie. Yeah, you can switch. <laughs> I don't want to pick her, though. I think we've picked half the cast in our predictions so far. That's right. <laughs> One of us has to be right next yeah. week. <laughs> All right, final predictions. Uh, Sarika, Freya, and Chiggs. Going home, Rochika and Maggie. Nah, see, I can't even say that. Amanda. Okay, <laughs> Amanda. Yeah. <clears throat> I had Amanda going home week one. I know. Originally. So I, this I had her runner up. <laughs> You're getting closer, though. You're getting closer. It's Each getting week. further away from me and cl- closer to your prediction. <laughs> oh, gosh. For week three, though, originally I had George going. Actually, you had Rochika going. So you're sticking, okay, to, your sticking to your guns it. here. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Gotta be an interesting week. Bread week is always one of the most pivotal weeks. That's when like they really separate the bakers of like who's the good ones and who's the bad ones at bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's what the episode's about. Yep. So yeah, we look forward to talking about the show with you next week. Uh, thank you for listening, and just want to make a quick shout out to all of our new listeners. Between last week and this week, we had the most downloads ever for our first week. So. That's all thanks to you guys. Thank so. you so much. Thank you guys. And uh, farewell. We'll catch you next week. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. Hey, everybody. This is Q. Wait, I didn't count down oh, yet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right.